the hard shoulder with Nissan number one for petrol in Ireland number one for electric Nissan innovation that excites this is News Talk well as you love torn lovesick individuals out there know tomorrow is Valentine's Day the 14th of February and therefore to celebrate Valentine's Day our resident environmental scientist Dr Cara Gustenberg on our down to earth slot wants to get all loved up with a token of affection not for any individual but of course for the love of the planet welcome back to the hard shoulder Cara first of all what's the history of Valentine's Day I've never actually got a straight answer yeah to this. I had always heard that Valentine's Day was was really just a, a holiday invented by greeting card companies but actually there there is a pre-christian uh, celebration because the the saint who we refer to as Saint Valentine's Day when he was beheaded in third century Europe wrote a final uh, letter before his execution which he signed your Valentine so that's the original history of it but in 1910 the Hallmark card company really created the ho- holiday and and catapulted it to, to what they, it is they today. They converted it into a red shaped heart. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So so that was in so when when did that it was get n- commercial? That was, that was n- 1910. 1910 and then De Beers the, the diamond company in 1939 made diamonds the, the ultimate gift of love and within three years over 80% of the engagement rings being sold in the United States were diamonds so they were the ones who really uh, right. started to make a spend some serious money on Valentine's Day. So, from an environmental perspective, do you do you embrace Valentine's Day or do you have concerns as you do about most things that yeah, you, well, it's you the, like to repudiate? <laughs> it's the same issue as Christmas, really. I mean, Valentine's Day involves a lot of consumption and probably unnecessary consumption. So if you look at the numbers coming out of the, the states, I mean, 40% of, of U.S. adults celebrate Valentine's Day, and that means they exchange 30 million heart-shaped boxes, 180 million greeting cards, 198 million roses. Uh, they consume 881,000 bottles of sparkling wine in that day and 5.8 million pounds of chocolate. This is just in America. That's just in America and that's equivalent to driving around the world almost 4,000 times with respect to the CO2 emissions from production and transport. So the impact of one day is quite excessive. Okay. So um, is this not creating lots of jobs and revenue and keeping people in useful and gainful employment? Well, yeah, that's and can can you not see the glass half full? That, from well, that that's, point of yeah, view? that's debatable. I mean, there there are there is something to be saying about about a flower industry in in places like Colombia and Kenya and Ecuador. But I think there are better ways to to think about Valentine's Day. So if you want to spend twenty billion U.S. dollars on Valentine's Day, how would you recommend? If you're an eco warrior like yourself, an eco champion, what would you think would be suitable? Well, I think if you look at the things we typically get our loved ones for Valentine's Day, so um, sometimes people will get their loved ones jewellery okay. and of course uh, the the movie Blood Diamonds. Well no, a card is a bit much. I mean like jewellery like would have to be a birthday or Christmas oh, really? or uh, yeah. Poor I mean, Deirdre. Like, no, no, but I mean <laughs> just the idea card, huh? of getting jewellery for <laughs> Valentine's Day is just beyond belief. But anyway, let's, let's just, just talk about jewellery. Let's anyway. just say the most generous uh, of lovers will get their loved ones jewellery and um, we know that of course the, the movie Blood Diamonds really brought to the attention the kind of conflict around the diamond industry 
industry in Africa. You're against diamonds, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not no in favor of diamonds. Yeah. No, I mean mining in general for these kind of gems involves a lot of uh, soil erosion and water quality damages and uh, cyanide pollution. So to be honest, this is a case where actually natural gemstones are are not as preferable as these lab-based and cubic tell me, do, zirconiums. Do, 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 do diamonds only come from Africa? Diamond uh, mines, or do they come from all no, parts of the world? No, but 65% of the diamonds come from Africa, okay. and it's very hard to regulate them and make sure that they're they're not involved with conflict. And there has been links to terrorist groups like Al-Qaeda um, using diamonds to fund their, their criminal activity. So really, we should be moving away from the idea of diamonds altogether. So what, what about then um, the precious metals? Yeah, gold is one of the, the most uh, devastating in terms of mining with extraction and everything. So even one uh, 18 carat ring results in at least 18 tons of, of waste being left behind and that's waste that contains toxic residues like mercury and cyanide and, and can damage water quality um, and, and would that be the same for silver for platinum for all the different precious metals mining in general is quite devastating to the environment I mean you can see it in, in the kind of the blighted leaves on the landscape so it's very hard to do that sustainably and uh, and that's where potentially lab lab based production can really come okay. become useful well, let, we'll, we'll have common accord that jewellery is not only uh, unaffordable but yeah. it's environmentally inappropriate. So you're happy to and, not uh, buy so, it basically. I know, that, that's, that, that, we tick that box anyway. <laughs> so let's talk about flowers. So flowers, I mean uh, typically half the world's flowers used to come from places like the Netherlands, US and Japan but in the 1990s we saw a shift to places like Colombia, Kenya, Ecuador and Ethiopia which can produce flowers year round and, and the problem is that the environmental regulations in those countries would they country, keep when they travel that far? They, you know, they well thanks fresh. to air travel we can, we can fly flowers very, very quickly across the globe. So when I stop in Grafton Street and see flowers for sale, all sorts of assorted ones from lilies to roses, where would they have come from? Well, they can come from all over the world, but if they're roses... They're not they, grown in Ireland, no? Very few. At this time of year now, you the wouldn't greenhouses? see... No? You, no, you wouldn't see roses. They would tend to come from places like Ecuador. And, and the problem is, because flowers aren't a food crop, they're not subject to the same environmental regulations as, as food would be with respect so to chemicals. That, so yeah. heavy use of chemicals that haven't been tested for safety... Uh, that obviously has implications on the workers who are harvesting those flowers. So really, uh, if we want to be thinking about flowers, we need to be looking local. And there are flower farmers So you're in against Ireland. floriculture? No, I, I'm for local floriculture. So if you go to... Daffodils? Uh, daffodils. Um, this time of year, uh, narcissus and, and some of those winter flowers are available or, or plants might be a better option than, than cut flowers because they last longer. So I think we need to think about sustainability when we're buying things like flowers. Okay, so unless it's, it's locally grown daffodils, uh, Daffodils, um, no, Ideally no flowers. Organic. Okay, okay. Well, we're saving money again now. Chocolate, chocolate. So it turns out that cocoa nutritious milk and all the good things. Oh, I yeah. know, yeah. But cocoa farming can can have some implications regarding deforestation and destruction of habitats. Um, so th- three quarters of protected areas in the Ivory Coast have already been turned into illegal cocoa farms, which which aren't being managed sustainably. So it's important to look for things like fair trade, organic, uh, sustainable suppliers of chocolate and we do have some like Blake's Organic Chocolate here in Ireland which which is producing chocolate. Is it very expensive though? Um, It's a little bit expensive but of course for, for something special like Valentine's Day I think you'd be happy to, to spend a little bit of extra money so, on so sustainable d- chocolate. D- d- unless it's fair trade chocolate no. Organic fair trade I mean for all of these kind of foods and flowers and everything we should be looking for locally grown organic and fair trade if possible. Um, but your bog standard Cadbury's would that do? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The Irish chocolates. Yeah, I mean, they're not producing you know, li- their... Lily, you know, what, whatever you call it. What are those chocolates? Um, 
you know, it's, it's yeah, you know, Lily O'Brien. Lily O'Brien. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if they're if they're not, if they don't have a fair trade logo or an organic logo, how do you earn things, a fair trade logo? Um, you have to go through a certification with the fair trade uh, group. But could so. you be from a first world and get fair trade? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. All right. So those are all no jewelry, no imported flowers, no uh, non fair trade chocolate. What can you get? Well, you could get things like vintage jewelry, for example, or um, or hand me down. Yeah, I'm all for hand-me-down jewelry. I love the idea of a, a vintage piece that that's you know a few fifty, sixty years old or or, okay. or older. So um, as long as your loved one doesn't doesn't mind uh, somebody else's dead body. Yeah, or something. Oh exactly. my god! I have no I have no issue th- with that all myself. Right. But, okay. Um, you know, and then we need to think outside the box on these things and give experiences. Uh, maybe give other types of food gifts like organic honey, uh, locally locally produced organic honey. Um, think about making our own gifts or making a nice meal but uh, I think we can we can think outside the box on, on what we give our loved ones for and Valentine's Day. And for cards, Day. are there uh, acceptable form of cards? So recycled paper is, is preferred over over fresh paper. Uh, homemade cards are always a, a good good idea or I guess you could go with the less personal e-cards if you wanted to. Right, right, right. Like, could you not give it a break for one day in the year? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like brainwashing us with all this uh, stuff. Now, you're also against packaging. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's been a bit of a backlash now against packaging uh, for for gifts like Valentine's gifts, and that you know there's no need for all this excess plastic packaging. So when you are buying a gift, you should be looking at the kind of packaging that they're that they're providing with that gift, and and maybe if you can go with a, a packaging free alternative or a, a more eco friendly packaging. And and what about you said an experience? Is there any really eco friendly? I mean, like I I feel guilty now. Maybe even going out for a meal, you might be involved oh, in no. meat, and you might be. Involved <laughs> <laughs> and all fish or things that you would disapprove of like it's it's there, just relentless there are some so what, what would you, are, for experience yeah, what would there you? are some great organic uh, restaurants all over Ireland now and vegan restaurants uh, that are worth trying for a new experience uh, but I, I've gotten all sorts of experiences for, for loved ones over the years I mean it could be um, something like a stunt driving course or um, things like uh, spa experiences are, are a good option but I mean there, there's what about organic tickets. wine I'm, I'm I'm actually, would you believe it? I go into O'Brien's and I say, can I have an or- uh, the Man City match on? I have to watch. And now, of course, I'm going completely eco-friendly. I need to get a <laughs> bottle of red organic. And I have to tell you, uh, JP McMahon, the restaurateur, told oh. me because I said, what wine can you get that will have no sulfates? And I, no matter how much I drink, I won't have a headache. Yeah. And he said, try this organic wine. And then I've learned try any organic wine, and it actually works. Yeah. I don't have a hangover with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, they're great, and there's no, lot, they are good. there are lots of good and options. They're not that much more expensive. No, and uh, a couple of euro. You know, then there's French options and everything. So most of the of the of the off license now actually have organic wine. Okay. Well, we've taken the love and the romance out of Valentine's Day for you. It is now eco-friendly, but if you're if you're in trouble and you can't send a card, you can't give jewellery, you can't have chocolates, look, you just have to pull the duvet over your head, try a bottle of organic wine. My thanks to our environmental scientist, Dr. Cara Gustenberg, for this crash down to earth for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Thank you as always. 